Welcome to AIJ Cast, a podcast featuring conversations and performances at the intersection of art, inspiration, and justice. I'm your host, Marthame Sanders. On this episode, Jacob Rowland. Jacob is a songwriter, artist, and is creative director for Mission Gathering in Issaquah, Washington. Jacob and I got a chance to talk at Wild Goose Festival back in September in the middle of the busy festival grounds. But before we get into that conversation, here's Jacob playing his song Breathe on the cafe stage at Wild Goose Festival. Take it slow, watch it all unfold. Taste of the fruit from the seeds you've sown. Take it slow, watch it all unfold. Taste of the fruit in the darkness grown. Thank you. 
just finished the set, yeah. doing live music, your original music, and then you've got a workshop that you're doing, uh, leading worship in a deconstructing community. Right. I'd love to hear about that, because that's just a fascinating topic. Sure. Well, I had hoped that it would be something that people coming would be interested in. Maybe there are other worship leaders, but even if they're not, uh, just folks that are part of creating some kind of liturgy and uh, the arts within their community. I hope that just by sharing what I know, and not in the sense of my expertise, but just simply what I've been through experiences, I know that there's so many amazing, wiser people than I here. All I can really do is bring what I've experienced, some of the shifts I've gone through, some of the pain, some of the unexpected lessons. And so a lot of it is really just me giving out what I've been given, really. Yeah, yeah. And given some space for the wisdom, the collective wisdom of the group. I think that's what I'm most excited about, yeah. too. If I don't get through anything that I've prepared and it's all people sharing their own experiences and us riffing off each other, I would be even more thrilled because I want to hear what other people have gone through similarly. So tell me about the community that you're leading worship in. I think talking about what deconstructing community is is helpful to kind of get our heads around it. Absolutely. Well, we're called Mission Gathering Issaquah. We are a part of a uh, church network called Mission Gathering, which uh, was born out of Disciples of Christ. Reverend William Barber, who's here, mm -hmm. um, is a huge figure in that community. Mm -hmm. um, and what's been amazing is it's definitely rooted in the Christian tradition. However, there is so much openness for wherever folks might be at on the deconstruction journey. A lot of people may have become introduced to the community through you know, seeking it out from moments of pain, from disillusionment with evangelical fundamentalist mm -hmm. experiences. Some of my favorite stories are hearing folks say, you know, I had a son or a daughter who came out as trans or non-binary or gay, and I needed to come to a space where I knew that they would be accepted and welcome. Right. And so being able to just help support and help create some art to help just be a part of that structure, hold space for people through music, it's just such a huge, privilege and something that I've dreamed about doing for so long. Mm. So to be able to do it is um, just like being here. It's not only a dream come true, but it's like, wow, when you really just surrender and kind of let go and just give into the process of the flow, yeah. it's remarkable what can happen. So. so just to kind of dig a little deeper on the community itself, it sounds like in some ways you're on the post-evangelical progressive Christian community, but yeah. also a little more than that. I don't know if you would call it an interfaith community or if it's at that point or it's just open enough to people who might be coming from different faith backgrounds other than Christianity. Sure, sure. I think what's really interesting about where we sit in that conversation is interfaith communities do such a good job of holding that space. I would say there are, there are communities that are more geared towards specifically facilitating those types of conversations. Right. I would say that we are maybe a little bit more on the side where we definitely will include content quotes, inspirational concepts from people from all faiths in our messages. Right. And there's also a bit a translation of helping that language also connect back to the words of Jesus, a more Christological centered yeah. um, thing. And so I feel like what's really exciting about myself and Devin, our pastor, is we get to take these many uh, streams that we're pulling from and then help translate that language for people who are very familiar with a Jesus trajectory and story and art. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you mentioned earlier about some of the lessons you've learned along the way. I would be curious if you would be willing to share something where you're like, that worked exactly how I was going for and 
that was a train wreck, but it ended up being the right fit or something. Oh along those my lines. gosh, yeah. yeah. Those are uh, great questions. I feel like my journey has been probably more train wrecks than successes, <laughs> but it's like you said, the train wrecks that are actually, that, you know, so much of our learning, learning comes through that. So yeah, I mean, I think kind of for me within that, I would just say, you know, trying to write music for the community. It's challenging because not everything I did up on my set just now was something that I maybe would do for the community okay. because some of it's more just expressing my journey. Yeah. When I'm writing for the community, I'm really trying to understand, okay, there are many different experiences and there are people that maybe are more used to a traditional kind of CCM kind of you right, know, thing. And so, yeah. and so maybe I need to figure out how to translate some language, some words for them and make a more um, accessible experience. I think for me, if I've learned anything, and I would tell this to any worship leader, progressive or not, accessibility is just so important mm. because the diversity of age and demographic, if you want to include everyone, you have to create something that's accessible. And I'm sorry, but like pop music, the one thing that they have right is that they're trying to be accessible. It's you your know? candy, it's so, your arms, it gets into your skull, yeah. I hate yeah. to say it, but right? I love to say it, you know, so. Yeah. Jacob Roland on AIJCast. We'll be back to more of our conversation in just a moment, but first, a quick word. As always, I encourage you to visit the AIJCast website, AIJCast.com, which is where you will find links to our artists, including their news, information, and products. Among the things you'll find there are links to Jacob's music, including where to stream and buy his music. There is, of course, so much more. Just go to our website, AIJCast.com. And now, back to more of our conversation with Jacob Rowland. But first, let's listen to a little bit more of Jacob's music. Here he is performing his song, Birds, on the cafe stage at Wagyu's Festival. Rise up, child, dust in your eyes. The earth is red. You too arise. Rise up, child. Feet still unshore. But nothing like you has come before. So be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Just look at the birds. Be anxious for nothing, be anxious for nothing, just look at the birds. Featherless we fled 
nothing Don't be anxious for nothing Just look at the birds Don't be anxious for nothing Be anxious for nothing Just look at the birds I'd love that distinction you make between your music that you did in your set that's really the, it's the singer-songwriter vibe with a little bit more cool production value as Thank well, you. but also how that's yours, but it doesn't necessarily represent the journey of the community. What is the distinction when you are creating music? Is there a different headspace you have to get into, a different spirit space you have to get into to do Jacob Music and Mission and Gathering? Beautiful question because it's that's exactly, I couldn't describe it better. I do um, get into a bit of a different headspace. I do feel like creativity and being responsive to the mystery as it's speaking through you is, is there is one thing going on primarily, but then you are putting on different hats because I understand that a song that I would craft for the community, again, like I said, like not everyone has had my exact journey and my trajectory. So, for example, in my own music, I tie together some ideas of, you know, the words of Jesus with ecological, kind of more earth-based spirituality, indigenous spirituality, whereas I may not go so specific in uh, a, a song that I would craft for the community. Our community is very, very oriented towards inclusion, which it's such a it's so interesting because it's just one facet of what mm-hmm. makes a progressive church mm-hmm. but yet when so many people have been so hurt yeah. and so excluded that it's almost like we can't say enough this is who we are and we can't be clear enough and so one of the recent songs that I wrote for the community called just as you are basically one of the lines is like we can't say it enough this is kind of like who we are and what we're about because like in my music I don't necessarily need to be so clear about a statement because it's really just my journey like whereas with I think the community it's also it represents the whole thing and so I don't want to say something that someone else in the community or on staff or whatever doesn't feel like that's fully them yeah. so I want to represent everyone and I know yeah. like inclusion is so core to who we are that if I could just write a whole song about those values you know I love that because it, to me that ties in exactly what you're talking about with accessibility, right? If you, you're saying, if you're, you can't say it enough because people have been so hurt that they need to hear it, that's part of the healing, right? That's yeah. part of the healing journey is the mantras of you are enough, you are good, just as you are in the name of your song, right? So all of that needs to be part of that vision of accessibility, right? Right, right. I also am intrigued because I wonder how that thing that you're saying, trying to create statements in music that are open enough for people to agree to, how do you do that without becoming least common denominator? It's, that's, that's <laughs> I think, something that many artists are really trying to figure out, and it's especially difficult in this wild goose and, and this type yeah. of community. It's such a new, fresh expression. I mean, obviously, it's not brand new, right, and there's right, so much right. of rich heritage, right. but the arts and creativity within the progressive community is still developing and so I think we're trying to figure that out and I think there is some trial and error there is some aspects of really like investigating that through trying different types of music Um, there are artists that I really respect within the progressive community that like there are songs that like do and don't necessarily work for our community you know and you have to really filter through all that but I would say um, for me when it comes to that 
accessibility, I think the number one thing I could say is authenticity. Be authentic to your own journey, because if you're authentic to your own journey, someone's relating to at least a piece of that. And if they can't relate to every aspect, if you're just bearing your soul, and I know that's a bit abstract, but if you just get up on stage or you put out on the paper yeah. just your truest truth, yeah. you can't deny your yeah, truth, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I, I love that, and I think that may be attention in what you're talking about as well. Of in some ways, the oddness about songwriting and about music is that the more, or art creation in general, is the more personal you get, and the more specific you get, the more universal it seems to be. The more that people tie into that. Yeah. And yet, what you're talking about is this tension within the community of trying to make sure that what you're saying isn't so personal that it doesn't exclude, yeah. and so it comes into this place of collaboration, which I love that I'm hearing more and more about collaborative art creation within the faith community. And I'm curious how collaboration plays into things for you at Mission and Gathering. That's a great question. It's also something I do want to talk about a bit at my workshop today because when you enter into a progressive, you know, that scene for me or that world, um, which I'm still so honored to even be, have some seat at the table. Nice. You realize that so many beautiful voices that have yet to be heard that weren't heard within more restricted evangelical type of communities. And so for me, it's realizing, oh, to have room and more room at a larger table, I need to like know when to not speak. I need to know that I'm, I mean, look, I'm a white dude. Like I need to know that like, I don't have all the answers. I don't have many of the answers. I'm here to learn. And so it's realizing, I think for me, collaboration means elevating and championing other voices, learning from other people. I mean, obviously writing, co-writing is always an opportunity. Co-creating is always, I mean, it's the name of what this festival uses yeah. the term co-creator. Right, right. And co we're, we co-create the universe with the divine, right? And so in that way, I think that like if you learn that it's a hand-in-hand -hand process, that no one person is gonna be able to do it and essentially kind of let go. And some of the best stuff for me is how when I, like for example, that song, Just As You yeah. Are, I kept thinking like, how do I write a progressive worship song? How do I do it? And then I just was like, oh, I need to like let other people in on this. And so I sent it to um, our pastor, Devin, and I just said like, tell me what you think. Like, I'm, if you want to rip off every piece mm -hmm. of this apart and just mm -hmm. take one little tattered shred and, and use it, let's do that. And some of the feedback he gave really ended up helping me reconstruct the song into something that I felt worked a lot better. And yeah. so sometimes it's as simple as just asking other people for input. Right. That's great. Well, I wish you well on your uh, journey. Thank you. This was so much fun. This just made the goose for me. So Thanks, I appreciate man. it. Jacob Rowland on AIJCast. You can connect with him on Instagram where his handle is Jacob Rowland Music. And if you check the show notes, you can find links to buy and stream his music. And if you want to connect and find out more about Mission Gathering in Issaquah, you can find them online at missiongathering.com slash Issaquah. That's I-S-S-A-Q-U-A-H. Before we close out this episode, let's listen to a little bit more music from Wild Goose Festival. And since this is our last Wild Goose Festival episode this year, we're going to hear some music from the main stage. This is Heathen Podcast featuring Ben Grace, Karen Thurston, and on vocals, Flamey Grant singing the iconic Carol King song, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Looking out at the pouring rain There she is. I used to feel so uninspired And when I knew I, I had to face another day Oh Lord, it made me feel so tired Oh, you make me feel 
Heathen Podcast on AIJCast. You can find them online at heathenpodcast.com. And you can find Wild Goose Festival online at wildgoosefestival.org. On our next episode, author, poet, pastor, Adam Mixon. AIJCast is made possible through the support of listeners like you. We can only do what we do because of your support. So please do take just a moment. Go to our website, AIJCast.com, and click on the link that says support. And we do love to hang out with you on the social medias where our handle is AIJCast. Our theme music comes from our house band, Marred Fame. And we are engineered, mixed, and produced by that jagged little pill, Al Mudif, who absolutely loves the work he does here at AIJCast. It's just such a huge privilege and something that I've dreamed about doing for so long. And I'm your host, Marthame Sanders, encouraging you to create some beauty of your own. And remember that the world isn't truly beautiful until it's beautiful for all. Until next time, I leave you with justice and peace.